0: Hi everybody and welcome back to The Gentleman's Talk, your dulcet tones of James Dean Little John battering your eardrums is back. How are we? How are you? Um, I'm going to start off by apologising, obviously I have missed Reflection Sunday, no excuse um, did I reflect on myself? I did. I still did the, the the meditation side of things. I still did the reflection, still walked with my dog, still did the good stuff. I didn't do the bit that is extended from that. I didn't do the the whole podcast bit. And um, I was discreetly, shall we say? I think discreetly is probably the easiest way to try and describe the bollocking that I have received uh, from a very good friend of mine, the number one fan that is the Nelster, Nelly boy, you know you're listening. Um, but um, I'm going to read what he sent to me. Um, he said, um, I am reflectionless on Sunday. <laughs> so um, I think a discreet way of trying to describe to me that I haven't done what I do. And at the same time, this is routine. His routine is listening to me. And um, I've let him down. So it just goes to show, though, um, from my perspective, it's a really rewarding feeling that I have impacted that one person. I talk all the time about um, mental health. I talk all the time about doing this and, you know, 3,000 downloads. I do get some really big lulls in the downloads in the sense it doesn't reach massive amounts. So, one, But I've always said along that those lines, that's not what I'm after. I'm not after changing the world. I'm not after the accolade of going, oh, look at me talking about mental health. No, I'm not after that. This isn't why I do this. I do this for me personally, but I do it that hope, hoping, very much hoping that I influence enough or influence that one person, shall we say, influence or support just that one person, just that one person. And it's very rewarding to know that I am a... Key part to a very good friend of mine to his routine because that helps him. And I let him down. And do you know what? That's, um, I'm going to take that on board. I'm going to make sure that I don't because at the same time, that is, I do it just for myself. I, I do it just, not just for myself, sorry. I don't just do it for myself. I do it to help people. And hopefully that awareness then spreads and we understand that it's okay to talk and we understand that it's okay to express ourselves. Um, but to help that one person, I got told off. So I took the, the discreet bollocking and uh, and here I am. Here's the tones. Here's the tones. We're back. And I'm excited, actually. I'm in a fucking great mood. <laughs> I said that so aggressively. I'm in a fucking great mood. <laughs> I did. Because how can you not be happy when the sun's out? I really, I don't know. It's just, it, Honestly, it just lifts my spirits. I Literally, the sun came out today. I've, the fucking flip, the flip-flops have come out, they've come out of hibernation, now I don't normally put them in hibernation, I'm normally a 24-7, 365 days a year man with flip-flops, I'm a flip-flopper, um, however, it's been fucking wet, um, and there's only a few things in life that we like wet, and feet is not one of them, <laughs> I can assure you of that, so um, I put them away, but they came out today, I felt, I felt elated, that's the word, I'm going to use it, I felt elated, um, just because it was warm, I mean, I I, I always forget that at this time of year, that you might see a bit of sun, and it might perk up a little bit of heat, we got to 15 degrees, but the fucking temperature in the evenings, like the desert, it's fucking bosh, you know, hailstones at night sort of thing, um, true story, that happened to me, Uh, (laughs) that happened to me on Operic 11, and that's the first time I've ever seen that, I didn't realise it was a true thing, I was out in Afghan, and we went in the season where it was like cold, um, and literally it was, you know, blistering, we're talking fucking almost 50 degrees uh, during the day, Um, and then in the evening it was fucking hailstones, like literally, I remember being in Afghan, freezing my fucking tits off, literally going, what the fuck, Fuck is this? Um I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, I literally I was doubled up, like triple triple socks the fucking lot. And then the next morning you get up and it's fucking blistering. You're like, I don't I don't get this. And, you know, people talk about climate change. That shit was happening in fucking when I went, which was I you don't know, two thousand and fucking eight, I think, somewhere two thousand and eight, I think, maybe somewhere around then. Um Anyway, I digressed massively again, didn't I? But um, but yeah. Anyway, it pulls it pulls it back round. But you know, I've had a great. It's the sun. It's just the sun makes you feel good. It, you you instantly want to get out amongst nature. I was getting out amongst nature today. I was with the with the dog, walking the pooch. I was. Um, you know, looking at the trees blossom. I was looking at the ground, sort of starting to harden now. It's not soft. Um, I was looking at the grass coming through my grass in my garden. I, you know, it just it just made me feel happy, really, really did. And um, and that's the true spirit of getting out amongst nature. We really do forget that. And and I think it's it's always difficult during winter time. Um, and I think we all probably suffer a little bit of uh, you know that seasonal effects disorder because you know, we all get a bit depressed. I only remember last weekend I was in the shops and, and I, I must have heard six, maybe seven people saying, of all age groups, saying how depressed they were that it was pissing down with rain. And I don't know why, but, you know, April's is traditionally, the old saying is April showers. Um But for some reason it just feels longer and longer, these winters seem to get longer and harsher, and then when that sun sp- um, perks up, you see people walking around, you know, the titties and the taddies they come out, <laughs> the, the, the everything, just everything starts falling out in summer, it's, it's a great time, everyone's got smiles, tops off, flip-flops on, no, no fucks given, it's a great time, and it's, it's, we don't get enough of it anyway, we know that, um, but yeah, I, I felt, I felt, I felt elated. We're going to use that word. We're going to absolutely drone on about the elation of the sun. Um, what have I got to reflect on? Fucking loads, actually. Which is going to draw me in eventually. It's going to draw me into what I want to talk about. My little topic, my little, my little ensemble uh, for today. I'm going to get, I'm going to break into that. But first, yeah, reflection time. Um i've really been focusing um on, on myself heavily heavily actually heavily, i've been a little bit selfish i had to be selfish again it's amazing that sometimes you have to be selfish to try and pull yourself back around again um, i go a bit quiet that's the only downside to me is normally i'm like quite outrageous and you know i think this all, you know this does feed into the adhd aspect but i do i do absolutely sort of draw myself in i, I, I tend to shut everyone away and for me that's when it gets it gets a little bit difficult um but what i've been doing obviously is really trying to work on myself so in that selfish it, you've got to i think when you're being like that it's okay to be like that i think it's okay i'm going to say it's okay because i don't think that anybody You you know you shouldn't be forced to be a social person. You should do it on your own terms. But normally, when you sort of um, you know when you become an introvert, so to speak, if we're going to put a label on something, extrovert, introvert, and I don't really think there are much categories. I think we're all just different people. I'm certainly I think if you want to classify as something, if you do become in that introvert section, um, say for instance you're not, and I'm talking not not really in the sense of you're an introvert at standard some people are like that some people have that that natural personality that they don't want to socialize you know and and we if you you can kind of um relate it to sort of kind of an autistic trait and they don't really like that social aspect you know they get sort of the nervousness and things like that you know i know that um you know my, my my beautiful brother um his daughter it was autism day so he celebrated that um uh, he celebrated that day with his with his daughter because his daughter 's got autism, and I know that he struggled with the social aspect quite a lot, and I think that that 's why it 's a little bit relatable to me because i 've heard him you know deal with it, deal with it from a from a parent 's perspective his own daughter um, so some people are like that it can be mentally health based but what i 'm saying is i 'm more talking about the spectrum, and this is more about the okay to talk bit the 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 bit where depression has taken hold of you and you've become that introvert style then where you've shut yourself down you you're, you're not socializing with your you know friends your partner um you know you're 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 just not looking after yourself you're unhealthy you're you're not very well all the time um you know you're you're all these really bad things start happening don't they you put on weight um you know you, you just you, you lose interest in you sort of getting your hair cut, all these things. I'm talking, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So, when you draw yourself into that level where you stop doing all those, that's the introvert state. So, that's the bit we need to look out for. And I think for me, if you were going to sort of kind of that's when, when you get into that state, it's okay to be in that state, it's not a problem because we all need to sometimes to protect ourselves It's a i think men use it as a i certainly do i use it as a protection factor when i feel when i'm emotionally burnt out and i'm uh, sort of kind of you know i've had enough of society and again it's very relatable for me because i'm learning about my adhd so that's become part of that um, and it's a it's a massive part they, if, if, if you ever look up adhd or or check out my uh, my premium podcast where I'm talking about ADHD and the growth of it and learning to live with it w- understanding I now have been diagnosed of it for me that kind of basis is understanding it and that becomes, you can get emotional burnout. And, and that's when you, sometimes I use it as a protection factor. So I shut myself down. But there's, there's no difference to why you would do that if you had mental health problems, stress, anxiety, uh, depression. Um, you, you will do that as a protection factor. That is one of the key signs that we look out for. If your friend has all of a sudden become that person, that's the sign you need to try and break in, try and make sure he's okay. Um but to look at it from a, a, a positive perspective, I suppose, um in, in as best as we can to try and put a spin on it, if you're ever in that situation where you've become like that, what you need to do, and this is what I now do, this is the reason why I'm talking about, it, is because this is the development piece, the beast the piece where we're developing ourselves to better understand ourselves. And what I do is when I get into that protective state state, and I do it quite often because I do get a lot of emotional burnout um i'm constantly on the go i'm constantly trying you know different artworks there's pressure everywhere so for me i get a lot of this i have to protect myself Um, and i do shut down sometimes i don't message my friends Uh, sometimes i just literally i I don't even sit in the house i I sit in my man cave out the back listening to music just not thinking about anything that's the protection state But what you need to do, and this is the development piece that I've grown to adapt over the last 15 months, I think. Um, I've been doing this podcast and and learning about myself. What I've done is use it, use that time wisely to understand why you're like this, to understand what's wrong, what's going on in your head. So it's fine to lock in that protection status, absolutely. But if you're not going to use it as a positive and you're going to sit and wallow in that self-pity, you're never going to develop yourself. You're never going to give yourself the, the the gusto that you need. You know, the, the, the to get out there and change. And and I don't mean change as in like you know change your personality. You're a piece of shit. Um, that's why you're depressed. I'm not talking. About, I mean change as in understand yourself. It's it's amazing, really, how so many people forget that the journey you're on is your journey. Okay, it's not. It's not your wife's partner lover whatever it's not their partner it's not your child's journey it's it's your journey what you choose to do on your journey is up to you i mean obviously we have our morals we need morals don't we so we would never as long as your your path and journey doesn't hurt or um you know influence or obstruct life in any way shape or form to other people so don't go out there and start fucking chucking semen everywhere and fucking having kids all over the place, and then not have the moral understanding to to develop those, because that becomes part of your path. You chose that you chose that path to have that intercourse, to have that child. So you do your due diligence. That's the bit. That's the moral bit that a lot of people, unfortunately, um, forget. <laughs> unfortunately, but what we need to do is, you know, look at that. Look at those things. As long as you're as long as you're in that area. As long as you're using that time when you're in protection mode to develop yourself, understand yourself, find why you're doing this. Because we can all sit in bed. I've done it. Fuck me if I've done it so many times. I've not got out of bed. I've struggled. When I'm in my low, I don't want to get out of bed. It's it's fucking impossible. I will literally, and I know I did this because I did this a couple of weeks ago. It was only a couple of weeks ago I was in my shit place. I'm a little bit happier now because... I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm well, actually I do know. I'm going to break into the, to, to the subject of why I feel I'm a little bit happier of recent. Um, and I think that, but this is, it's tied into this. So when you're in that protection mode, you need to understand yourself. You can't just sit there and blame everybody else. There's many, many, many podcasts where I say, don't, you need accountability. You've got to take charge of your path. You've got to take charge of where you want to go. I'm only it's literally today that i was in i was in work today and I was creating a a training uh presentation i've got to do in front of the whole of um well say so the whole the whole of my the whole of my region um at one of the conferences now i i i broke into when i when i dealt when i did the presentation i i did it in such a way that I tried to structure it to incorporate mental health because not many people sorry a lot of people go into work and they don't upskill themselves they don't use the budgets that are there to train themselves they just go through life accepting what they've been told accepting what's around them and accepting being told to do things and a lot of people don't have that ability to go i want more or and i do i mean and i'm I'm not being big headed by this at all i mean i this is a a, i think a, a bit of a negative really because I'm in this fucking addiction phase at the moment where I'm not settling into ro- roles. I want more all the time. Now, I've got a f- my fucking best mate I'll tell you. You know, I I'm I'm on I've gone from sitting settled in jobs for a long time, for you know, sort of 12 years and then 10 years to I I you know, potentially looking at my th- third third job in 3 years. Like each year I've just gone nah, fucking done. I've learned that job, happy with that, move on. Well, you know that's going to be that's going to be difficult for me because i'm constantly stressing myself but but there's a development opportunity the reason i'm doing it is for development so and i did this training package today and incorporated mental health because not a lot of people realize that there's so many key elements that can disrupt your own mental health and you don't use the channels that are there to mitigate that risk to to stop that from happening when you go into work how many people have gone to work and go I don't feel happy here okay have you actively looked no have you actively tried to think about what you like no okay then so have you thought about some courses that you want to do that maybe you can develop yourself into something that does take your fancy give it a go no okay then um, I'm a bit lost here because you don't like your job but you're not doing fuck all about it. That's one scenario. The other scenario is people are in their job, love their job, being paid to do their job comfortably, but don't know their fucking job. Well, they can sit there, and the amount of people that I've met that have gone into work and don't fully understand their job, and they go home stressed to fuck because they don't think they're doing the right thing or they haven't done the right thing, that is a massive stressor. It's a massive stressor. But what you don't realise is, by you not knowing your job, you're also putting strains on other people that have to pick up the pace because you're deficient in your knowledge. Even if you're in this. So say, instance, we all embellish our CVs. We all embellish what we say and and look at what we need to say to get the tick box um, or the box ticked at the interview. We've all done that. And we've all got into a job where we've gone, I fucking shouldn't be here. This is fucking wildly dangerous. <laughs> I remember going into my HSE role, my health and safety role, and I thought I knew health and safety. Did I fuck no health and safety? But I did health and safety for a year. Now, I fucking, I, in that year, admittedly, I th- th- this is the mitigation plan that I want you to instill in yourself, is I went in and I upskilled myself, but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And now I could have bumbled along getting paid a comfortable-ish Wage to just bumble along and not really know and just be told what to do. But I would have gone home stressed. I'd have sat in front of my computer stressed. I would have added stress. There might have been a in a situation where we we needed to react and I didn't react appropriately. And then I put stress on everyone else because I like you should fucking know. These are all scenarios where we actually don't realise we're putting stress on ourselves, huge amounts of stress, and we're putting huge amounts of stress on others. So what do we need to do? The same as what I've said to you on the roundabout way, when you come to your protection zone, when you go to work, look at developing yourself. Give yourself a challenge. Give yourself something to try. It's like literally I said to my dad, I, I spoke to my dad the yeah, I mean, other I hadn't caught up for a while, a couple of weeks, and he said, um, I think it was about three or four weeks actually, and he said, oh, I haven't seen you, just come over. So I went over and had a chat with him, a little catch up. And he said to me, oh, you go for the job. Uh, I heard you, heard you had an interview last week. I was like, yeah, yeah, I just went for this job. Yeah, it's fine, give it a go. Um, I, I'm pretty much there, but it, you know, it was all right. And it's quite a high senior senior job for me, especially at 41. And um, he just looked at me and went, oh, you just went for it, did you? Just had a go. And I was like, yeah. I was like, if I don't get it, what do I lose? If I've got what they want and I articulate that in the correct way, then i'm what they want so you just got to go for things and that's that challenge process that's that upskilling because we can sit there i know for a fucking absolute fact that my dad should have progressed himself he's worth way more than the current status he's sat at now worth way more but he never did why i don't believe he was either pushed properly or i don't believe he had the, the the full confidence in his abilities now I'm not saying that's a negative. I'm saying that's a negative of the organisation for not recognising those skill sets. One of the things I do recognise, and I spent today, um, I've become a mentor and worked to a, a colleague of mine. And why have I done that? Um, because she's an Eastern European, and that's not the reason why. But I'm going to let me finish the rest. She's Eastern European. She has fairly good English, but she's been absolutely um brutalized in work she's 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 not been uh, she's not been developed she's not been treated well she's been ostracized a little bit and she, and i spoke to her a couple of weeks ago and um i just said you know how are you because you know, we we work alongside each other she you know she books the um she, she sort of deals with the a hub side of things um, admin hub and um and she just broke down in tears and I just went, okay, right, shit. Again, really difficult for me because I'm not an emotional person. So I try to try and, uh, you know, but I am, I, this, I say I'm not an emotional person. I am an emotional person in my context of how I am. Um, and I do understand people. So I just sort of calmed her down and just took her alongside and went into the conference room and had a good chat, chat with her and so found out that she just didn't want to work here anymore. But she needed the money and she was stressed and she was thinking about quitting, but she didn't know. So I just said, well, stop. Let's have a reset. Let's just stop there. Let's have a reset. We had a really good conversation for half an hour, which I took away. So I, I managed to get her back to reality, if you like, back to normality and just calm her down. Not reality, normality, that's the word. Just bring her back to normality and just said, you know, go sit at your desk. I'm just going to do something. Went and spoke to her high-level um, manager who's looking after her and said, look, I'd like to mentor her. I think she needs coaching. And, and I absolutely will, and that's what I've done for the last, well it's been three weeks, so, and that's just by giving her the confidence, and we had a, we had a, uh, a meeting today, because um, she's gone for this specific role, and I said I'd support her doing a bit of interview, interview prep and just getting her confidence up, and at the, start of the, uh, at the start of the process, she still felt nervous to talk to me on Teams, and I was like, no, just, just calm, just take it step by step, let's make it relatable to you, let's make something relatable to you, so we did, and we, and, and, and you know what? She was really appreciative at the end. She, massive thank yous, never been supported. She said, I've been in the civil, the, the civil side of things for two years. And she said, I've never been supported. Never. And I went, and she said, to have somebody that's supported. And that's me. That's not that's just, I like to nurture people. And yeah, absolutely. She's going for a job. Um, but that's just the positivity that we can instill. Um, but anyway, I digressed a little bit there. Sorry. But what I mean is, when you're in those protection factors, when you're in that protection vert zone, when you're looking after yourself, it's no different to work, no different to training, it's no different to upskilling somebody. All it takes is a conversation. Now, with Renata, my friend, um, you know she she's she just lacked confidence, and it was just a conversation to boost. The confidence of that person just absolutely boost her to the point where i'm like you've got everything just make it relatable to that person and there's so many people that don't know how to do that in leadership roles and that's really really important i think that because she was going home stressed so her mental health was crippled to the point where i don't know her that well certainly not well enough i would say to um to normally open up your emotions to However, I think it's hopefully it's my personality. And I just gave her the ability to let her sort of vent and just say, OK, so what do you say you're in a you're in a you know, you're in a, a safe space. Let's just have a an absolute open and frank conversation. Let's get out on the floor. Let's see what your problems are. And that's what I did. And that got her to the point where she's not stressing. She actually sees a positive future for her in a new role, in her role. And she's looking at the development piece. And the fact that I'm going to coach her and mentor, I'm already looking at courses to upskill her. I'm also looking at um additional um funded English courses that she can go to during work's time. To just upskill her a little bit in her vocabulary, just so she knows about the structure of um emails and things like that. So That's not a bad thing, but it's going to help her. It's going to absolutely boost her career. And I think that's the importance of everything, is looking at these people. Now, I recognise she needed support. You may recognise one of your friends needs support. If they're in that protection zone, we have to hold accountability, just like I said to you there. I am accountable for myself in that reflection zone. I am absolutely accountable. So what I do is... I make sure that I do the right things. So even if I'm in my low mood, I make sure I get outside. I make sure I eat healthy. I make sure I reflect and I meditate. And I'm not talking about, again, doesn't have to be the um, but I'm talking about just mindfulness. Meditation in the sense of deep breathing, taking yourself out of a noisy and uncontrolled environment that normally our households are and take yourself to a space where you feel you can just enjoy the spirits and sounds of the earth if you like if you want to get a bit spiritual in it. and i know that a lot of my friends and i certainly do enjoy our walks getting out and about it it absolutely boosts the dopamine the serotonin it just boots boosts our whole mental well-being by being out and now's the time now's the time we're in this spring period now. It's a really positive sign for all of us to start getting outdoors. Don't use the last couple of years. I think we've, unfortunately, we've got to this fucking point where, and I've been speaking to quite a few friends and, and my, some of my psychologist friends that I've been sort of kind of, that have done therapy with me, uh, and, and I'm talking to them about these things. and They're saying this. It's a knock-on effect of the pandemic. People being locked in. Uh, for such a long time because a lot of people were locked in for a good year like literally there's people that never left their house for two years their social skills have just wiped themselves off they're scared it's almost like they've become a learned habit which it has we talk about learned habits don't we how many times do i say it what's the learned habit timeline Three months, my man, three months. I know Nelly fucking said that. Um, so, you know, these learned habits, they be, but they can work in a negative concept. If the learned habit is a negative benefit, such as locking yourself away because, okay, because the fucking government said so, but we took it to extremes. Some of us really did. And that just ruins our social ability, ruins what we are socializing. But we're social butterflies as human beings. We need to see people. We need to get out and engage with different people. We need, as much as I, as, as people say this, and, and trust me, I can say, uh, literally, I've lost count of how many times I've gone. I fucking hate people. I don't want to socialise them, I don't like people. No, I don't. I, I, I get because people do piss me off a little bit, but they piss everybody off. But at the same time, there's a small minority of people. Our little lovely friendship group. If you've been listening from day dot, you will have nurtured the right people around me are around you not around me <laughs> they're around you now that the ones that are key in your in life engagement these are the ones that are looking after you these are the ones that are, are there for you when you need that call out maybe you've nur- now nurtured your your friendship to the point where you can say you're not okay i know my little friendship group is like that absolutely my little friendship group if they're not okay i'm feeling a bit shit we all just jump on bosh how are you how's things going it's so important to do that And what that does really is bring me beautifully, you beautiful people, um, into what I want to talk about today, Um, and that is, and and you've seen the headline, you've seen the headline, you've seen, you know what I'm talking about, a man without purpose. This has been sat on me for a week, um, not physically um, because it's words, um, but you know what I mean. You get, but I wanted to talk about it, and it's been festering in my mind because. Especially as I was doing my, my personal reflection during my, my protection time. We're going to call it protection time. I think it's, uh, you know, it is. It's, we, we, we all need it. We're all going through things. Um, you know, we need that protection time just to um, give us the energy uh, and support we need um, as much as we can. I'm just going to sip my water. Hold on. My, my throat's got a bit dry. I'm fasting, by the way. In fact, I'm going to quickly say to you about that, actually. So I've been fasting for two weeks. And uh what I mean by fasting is it, it sounds a bit extreme, but it's not really extreme in the sense that um, it's it's two extremes you can take it. so what I do is i I start eating at eleven o'clock in the morning and I finish eating at seven o'clock at night. Anything outside of those hours is just pure water or green tea um green tea is not my bag, it's not my bag um but i every now and then the but in during the main hours, what you're supposed to do is is eat healthy but you can eat pretty much what you like okay so, so within reason I mean I wouldn't go start chucking with we, we, you know we have to take a bit of common sense to what I'm saying here you know don't go fucking ramming down you know plates of trifle and tiramisu with fucking a pizza of it upon every hour because it ain't gonna fucking work you still what it's supposed to do is it just cuts down your core eating hours now I've tried fucking loads of diets and I've tried exercise. I've tried pro- high protein diets. I've tried the fucking um, keto diet. I've tried all these diets. I've tried everything apart from fasting. And by fasting, I was, I was a bit. I was a bit apprehensive, to be honest. I was a bit like, mm, not, not, not keen on this. I don't know whether I will. And I will say, the first three or four days, I was an angry bastard. I mean, fucking hell! Oh my god! But. And that was because I wasn't getting the sugars. I wasn't getting the sweets because I was used to eating at 8, 9 o'clock at night. I was used to a bowl of cereal and a bit of toast at 9 o'clock at night. I was used to waking up in the morning and just fucking eating because I was like, I've got to eat my breakfast because everyone says eat your fucking breakfast. And I, that's what I did. I was constantly, but I didn't realize I was eating all throughout the day. So your stomach was, my stomach was getting bigger. And I've cut this down to the point now where I'm like almost, I'm in my third week now. I've lost um, about nine pounds and I've lost an inch off my waist, which is the significant bit for me. That's the bit. I don't really care about weight. I more care about, um, I more care, I care more (laughs) about uh, how my clothes fit. And I've noticed that my clothes are now feeling, I was in, I got back into a large, from an extra large, I got back into a large, nice fitted t-shirt. So positive news. And what I've also noticed now is my sweet cravings aren't as much, nowhere near as much as they used to be. To so the like, I, there's no, I, I haven't had no chocolate today. Um, so my sweet cravings have gone down, and I've noticed now that I'm not eating as much. Like I'm physically leaving quarter of my plate at dinner or lunch, uh, lunch dinner. I don't know how you say it, because I say it a bit differently. I say dinner tea. Um, some people say lunch dinner. Um. But we're so, so we're saying both. Um, so uh, yeah, so uh, dinner time um, and tea time. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. The evening meal. Um, I I tend to. I used to eat a big plate. You know, fucking ramen in with a fucking slice of bread, and I used to mop up the gravy or mop up the beads with a fucking slice of bread. Whatever. That was where I was at. Now I'm like three quarters of what I was. I'm also eating a nice, uh, good, healthy dinner at dinner. At, at uh, see, you've confused me. Lunchtime, and. Um, and because I'm not eating till eleven, when I eat at eleven, I'm fucking starving. So I normally come in and I'm like, right, and I have to have pre-prepared now because I do get hungry. About about ten o'clock, I start getting a bit hungry to the point where I'm trying to do things for an hour to keep my mind occupied. Um, so it, but that is getting better. Um, and then what I've noticed is if I've got a bit of uh, nice food prepared, such as fucking I don't know a, a load of uh, today I had a load of um fucking bananas and nuts with a little bit of um with a little bit of Greek yogurt, fucking lovely, absolutely delightful, and I've noticed my palate's getting better, I've noticed that I'm having the, I'm also having Slimming World meals in the evening, so it's a nice controlled dinner, Um, and that's it, and then afterwards I'm just, like I said now, drinking fucking pints of water, and the, the the effects are huge, and there is some serious, serious, and I think maybe that's also, because one of my big downers I think was my weight, I was very, I'm very self conscious of my weight because I do put it on quite easily and it is quite hard to take off. I'm one of those endomorphs, so um, I'm not that's nothing like an alien, that's a body type, um, where I, I can put on muscle really easily but I also put on weight so I need to do a lot of exercise. I don't like a lot of exercise. I like walking. I fucking hate running. I saw some guy running today, and I looked at his face, and he had a grimace on his face, and he was just coming out of the estate. So, I, I assumed he wasn't sweating. He was—he was a little bit of a racing pole, but he had a grimace on his face. I just went and looked at him, and went, you just don't look happy, mate. I mean, you do not look happy doing that. You're fucking—I don't know. Maybe it's—maybe it's an inward thing. I don't really know, but obviously it will have something to do with the fact that, you know. What we talk about all the time is exercising, maybe that's his mental health release. Maybe he was angry and the mental health release is from running. I know the fucking spirit, but I know what he's meant he's doing it for. But, but I looked at him and went, that's just a fucking no from me. That's just a no from me. That does not look fun. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> Please say no. <laughs> so anyway, where was I before I digressed into that? Oh, that's it. A man without a purpose. What do I mean by that? Well... What I mean is something that I'm trying to do my, to myself. Something I asked you all to do at the start of the year, and I didn't get any feedback, but it's paying. It's it's paying. It's it's making it's paying its dividends now. That's the word I'm looking for. It's 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 coming to fruition. My hard work, my goals are coming to fruition. What do I mean by that? I set myself some goals, some targets. I wanted to make my first sale in the first three months. Smashed it. I wanted to create some artwork and do a collaboration with somebody. A, a big company. Pirate um, Pirate Grog have just done that. Sent me a nice care package. I've created some artwork for them. Fucking tick that box. Goal achieved. I want to start losing weight and eating healthy. Goal is underway. Tick the fucking box. I want to build my confidence. Tick the fucking box. I want to fucking progress in my job. I'm trying. Tick the box. The goal's not hit yet. I gave myself a year. I'm doing it in three, four months. Went into the fourth month. I find out on Wednesday if that's come to fruition. It may be possible that I've got the promotion that I've absolutely been working tirelessly for. I've developed, I've, de- I've developed myself into this position to the point where I'm making myself desirable for promotion. It might come to fruition on Wednesday. These are the goals. I told you about goals, but what I'm talking about, which is so much more important, it's giving me purpose. A man without purpose is nothing. And that is a fucking fact. Men need purpose. If you look right back into, as far back as you want to go, I mean, I'm reading a lot at the moment that history seems to be all over the fucking place, such as, I did read a little bit of a joke that um, the Egyptians or um, created the uh, the pyramids four thousand years ago, and then this, this comedian turned around and said, "So, so you created the greatest thing, one of the greatest wonders of the world, four thousand years ago, and with pinpoint accuracy, fucking pinpoint measurements, in the perfect place, and then you did nothing for four thousand years, and then you look at our society when you know we created a mobile phone, fucking I don't know, the, the computer and mobile phone would have been." Fucking hell, top of my head, 1998, 96, I think. I don't know, because I was I was still fucking young. But anyway, I remember the pager coming out. We've gone from my 1996. In my generation, is the key point, in my generation, born in 1980s, I have seen the progression of fucking so much in time that now I do everything on a mobile phone. I used to just be able to play fucking Snake on a Nokia 3310. Now I'm fucking playing arcade games linked to an Xbox, I'm playing VR, I'm talking to you on a podcast that is fucking being recorded on a program and is gonna be uploaded to the internet. This has all happened in my lifetime. So you're saying to me that four thousand years ago they created this and there's nothing happened. So anyway, I digress massively, but I was trying to make a valid point. But a man without purpose is nothing. Men, when you cast your mind back over history, have always had a purpose. And I can relate to this because of my ADHD. We're called, the ADHD gene is the hunter-gatherer. It's one of the old school genes. It's what I need. I need purpose. Because if I haven't got purpose, I'm not doing anything. The hunter-gatherer falls into my personality, into my mental state. I need to be doing something. I need to be learning, which is why I hold high testosterone levels because I'm used to aggression. Aggression feeds dopamine. Anger feeds dopamine. I need that dopamine to be able to fight. Except that nowadays we don't need to fight. We don't need this. This is why the hunter gatherer gene is subsiding, is dying out. Because we don't need that gene anymore. We don't need to hunt for our food. However, I still we still have that mental state we still have people that have that gene some people have it in small forms some people have it in fucking spades I wouldn't even say I'm at the top of the spectrum really in terms of ADHD I know people that get it a lot worse and this is what I've been talking about with my therapist is it's the levels and the things that that I've done over my past which is learned habits which make it even more difficult because I haven't embraced my ADHD I haven't rolled with it I've just kind of gone what the fuck why am I not interested in that anymore why am I not doing this anymore why am I fucking low I've, ju- I've not embraced it I've just been fighting it pumping fucking pharmaceutical drugs down me to try and give me the you know the the, the, the something to get going which is in ineffectively okay I think they are a really positive point but at the same time, you'll learn as you go. I think absolutely fundamental when you're in that depression state to take those. But I've been on those for like five or six years now. So I'm trying to get to the point where I don't need to rely on this. I need to embrace my mental health. I need to take accountability. I need to give myself purpose. I need to give myself goals. Now, that's even more imperative that I do that because of my, because of my, um, because of my condition. But at the same time, right down to the low level, you need purpose. A lot of men turn to drink and drugs because they don't have a purpose. They don't feel a purpose. So they, t- they, so they, they take on other things because they want to remove themselves away from the reality that they haven't got that purpose. And I think that is what I've been doing, and I've done that for years. I've sat there and I turned to drink. I've, I've, have fucking fought the system. But it's all because I never had purpose. I never had something to go. I never, even when I was, uh, you know, in my last role in in, in in for Circo painting helicopters, I never had a purpose there. Which is why I just I made took full advantage of my my workplace, creating art and things like that. So I got something out of it. But I had never had an end goal. And it was when I got to 40, and I said to myself, and I cast your mind back to one of my early podcasts, I forced myself to to absolutely change. I said to myself two years ago, develop yourself. By 40, you need to get into a career. If you're content to sit in this career, and you're content to stay here for the next 25 years, that's the reality of where I got to, That's a maturity aspect. When I said to myself, Are you content to do this for the next 25 years? Because the older you get, the harder it gets to change. And that's when I looked, that's the maturity aspect that I took. And I said that to myself when I was in my, I think I was about 38. And I actively said to myself, Right, I'm getting a bit threaders with this job. So I need to make a decision in the next year. Am I fucking staying here? For the rest of my life, can I see myself making enough changes and being comfortable enough to come into this job every day for 25 years with no progression, no nothing? Am I happy to do this for something I'd done for 21 years previously as well? I must caveat that. So I'd already done this job for 21 years. Do I want to continue for another 25? And I said, no, I don't. So I said, I will make that choice by 40. 39 i made the choice and i jumped across and it was a terrifying experience and i and it's taken me two and a half years i'd say two and a half years almost since i left to actually start making some changes and and that is because two years ago and it's a long fucking slog i never said mental health was going to be easy i've never ever said it's going to be easy mental health is not easy You're going to go through these challenges. You're going to go through these problems. But what I did was I said two years ago, or sorry, no, a year and a half ago, um, my apologies. When I started this podcast, we use that as our anniversary point. I said to myself, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to develop myself. I'm going to invest in myself. I want to do this i want to get to a point where i'm financially stable i want to get to a point where i'm respected i want to get to a point where i'm happy i made all those decisions and they, they have taken their time i've jumped I've, I've taken a huge pay cut to start this journey a huge pay cut 700 pound a month i lost because i said that is a sacrifice i'm willing to take so i took that i took that challenge So that's what i'm taking and, I, didn't, and I, just, I've, I just ran with it, hoping that something would come to fruition. Then I invested in myself. Then I developed myself. And then I went, now is your time to shine, James. Now is your time to shine. And I gave myself purpose. And then I developed it even further this year. I gave myself goals, milestones, things I wanted to tick off my box. Excuse me. Sorry. I've been talking so much. So, why is that important? Well, come on. What have I always said to you this journey's about? It's raw. It's unedited. It's as it is. It's, uh, you've heard me in my downs. You've heard my lows. You've, you've heard of me my, almost at my highs. But I'm not quite at my high yet. I'm, I'm telling you now, I am not at my high yet. But I can tell you one thing. I'm on the ladder. I'm on the ladder. I'm out of the muck. I'm out of that low space where I was. I'm developing myself. Yes, we have fucking lies. Uh, we have lows. Yes, we have highs that take us to the high, and we have to cascade down. But I'm making the conscious decision. What have I done? What have I done since this year? What is what is significant in this year that has made it worthwhile? I've joined a um, a recreational club where I'm going to go weekly to speak to my mate and have. Um, a pint and a game of snooker, routinely, I've engaged more, I've organised, I've engaged with more people, I've, I've taken on new challenges, I'm pr- pushing for promotion, I'm DIY crazy in my house, I'm revamping it, the whole house has been designed from top to bottom, because I've had the strength, I've had the enthusiasm to do it, it doesn't happen every day, this is long term people, this is long term, it does not happen overnight, it's a long term thing. Just remember that. It doesn't happen overnight. I've had 14 years of lows. So don't look at this now as going, oh, fucking hell, he's, he's, he's fucking got life sussed. No, I haven't got life sussed at all. But we're pulling ourselves away from the negativity and we're investing in ourselves. And what I mean by, by not having purpose, you have nothing. And men need purpose. I cast my mind back to the first thing that I've said to my doctor when I told him I'm sick of being low. And he said, James, what have you got planned for this year? And I went, what do you mean? I'm just trying to fucking survive, mate. And he went, that's your fucking problem, James. Not fucking, but I'm going to add the word because it's my vocabulary. He said, I said, what do you mean? He said, because you've got no purpose. Are you going to work to pay off an amazing holiday? Are you going to work to rebuild an extension, get a new car? Fucking whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Are you going to work to pay off your debts, put some money in savings and then fuck off to a different country? What is your purpose? Give yourself structure. Give yourself a five-year plan. Give yourself the goals you need. Hit the milestones. Give yourself some little achievements along the way. This is why I'm ticking today because I've given myself little achievements. I've continued with the podcast. Yes, I weigh from time to time. We have to weigh from time to time because life is fucking a barrage. It's a barrage. But what we do have is ourselves, our journey, our path. I've spoken about this. When you're on your path, when you're in protection mode, develop yourself. Don't sit there and just wallow in your self-pity. Look at yourself in the mirror and, and say to yourself, are you fucking happy? Do it for me. Look in the mirror. Go look in the mirror. Listen to me now. I'm going to stop for 20 seconds. I don't care how you fucking do it. Go and look in the mirror. And look at yourself truly. Please for me, are you happy with where you're going? Come back. So are you happy? Are you happy? Ask yourself the question and truly answer it. If you're not, now's your time to stop. Start again. Refresh. Find out why you're not happy. Don't just bin stuff. Work on it. Work on your relationship. Work on your job. Work on your, advance, on, on your advancement. Work on your next step. step. Give yourself a five-year plan. Give yourself the motivation. Give yourself little tiny milestones that will keep you happy, that will keep you focused. Don't just stick with a five-year plan because you will not stick with it. You will not. Give yourself three-month increments. Set yourself a goal for three months. My goal for three months as well was I want to start a fasting plan. I'm three weeks in. I'm fucking one inch off my waist and nine pounds down. The plan works keep my podcast i'm still here talking to you develop my artwork i've sold a piece i've done a collaboration piece collaboration piece with pirate grog give yourself the milestones it will make you happy and now is the peak time the sun's coming out nature is upon us vitamin d is upon us the stuff that we're deficient in is coming back what is your excuse there is no excuse get out there and do it because if you need to get out and do it, if you're not content and you've just sat and stood in front of the mirror, looked in your screen, whatever you fucking did, looked in the window at the reflection of staring back and you said, no, I'm not. You've taken the first step you need. You've acknowledged it. You've identified it. Now do something about it. Now do something about it. I'm gonna finish on that beautiful little note because I am on my two-week Collie Bobs. So, um I'm going to give you – I've got a couple of little things I want to do over the time, actually. I've got some nice, beautiful stories that I want to record to give you a little bit of motivation. I want to give myself the motivation. I've taken on an amazing – actually, this is another thing, another goal, another, another another milestone that I didn't expect, actually. It was an inserted milestone. I've started a second job um, where I'm just basically um, going down to a local golf range. And um, I'm doing a little, bit of, um, a little bit of work for them. So I'm getting paid to, uh, and it was, my, it was my best friend, actually, that got me the job. Um, he said to me, I owe you one because I've got him two very important jobs. And uh, he was like, I owe you one. I was like, I, absolutely. And uh, almost to the point where I think we only had been in three hours. And, and the manager, um, absolutely like an amazing lady, said, oh, I'll just leave you two to run it. Uh, and we were already saying like can I, can I get some gravel to to do the car park unlock? I'm already doing some design work for a, um, a poster for them or a big sign for the rules. Um, but yeah, but it's great. I get. Do you know why I did this? And the reason I did it, and she, and she accepted this because I told her you know open Transparent it's a second job. I can't commit to massive amounts of hours. But what it is doing is it giving me the fun back in life. Because the job involves sitting in a, a, a ball collecting cart where, you know, you drive around the driving range, you've all seen them, and normally I'm the one trying to fucking hit the guy in the cart, it's hilarious, and you drive around and you can see these people fucking trying to drive at you, and you're like, ha ha, now I'm in this fucking destruction derby, it's amazing, and um, but this, it brings a smile on my face, and I'm outdoors, I'm cutting grass, I'm I'm doing what men do, I'm fucking, she's like, oh yeah, there's a tractor over there if you want to go and do that, I'm like, it's all machinery, it's outdoors, it's the sun's coming down, it's the perfect time to start it because the seasons are changing. What better way to start your morning than doing a fucking watching the sunrise, looking at a golf course and a driving range, picking up balls, just bumming along with some music in. Why have I done that? Well being. Irrelevant of the money, the money's a bonus because what the money's gonna do, those additional hours that I call they are work hours, but I don't call it work because it's it's one of those jobs that it pays just enough. To support me to be able to go on holiday potentially twice a year that's what it so something i've not been able to afford to do in my primary job this second job and trust me i know there's a lot of people out there "Fuck me, because i've got three jobs to survive so if you can afford to go on holiday and i'm not looking at it as a brag point i've i've invested massive amounts like i said for me you can get there so please don't take that as a negative anybody can get there I didn't have any fucking disposable income at all. It's fucking two years ago. And I made that investment in myself. And I went to the organization and said, invest in me. And they said and, and, and if they ever turn around to you and say we can't afford it, we say, well, that means you can't afford my replacement then because you can't afford a advertising campaign. You can't afford recruitment. You can't afford training. So if you can't afford those three fucking things at a minimum, you, then you know you're not going to be able to, and you 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 are going to be able to afford my pay rise because it won't be as much as those three things. So remember that when you're going in for your negotiations, just highlight that to the things, get them to invest in you. But you have to want that desire as well. Don't just fucking wait for it to fall on your lap because it will not happen. Organizations rely on you to be open, transparent, and and motivated but that will all come into play when you get you get these milestones and you get the key parts so yes the bonus fact is i get to i get to work and it is still work so it's not like i'm not doing work um it is still work so but it's a it's going to afford me the ability to go and i'm talking local little holidays just because i'm not talking fucking mauritius two weeks fucking you know sandy bay all that sort of jazz i'm just talking about local holidays it's going to give me the ability to just decompress and I'm decompressing in a job while I'm doing it because my other job's really stressful. It's all about well-being. It's all about work-life balance, getting it right. But at the same time, even if I do this for a couple of years to see the tough times through, the prospects are great. And again, that's involved in my five-year plan. Get to the point where in two years' time, completely debt-free, Hopefully, if nothing fucking crops up and smashes me in the face between there now and then. And that's my goal. So that then my money that comes in is where it, where it should be. It should be investing in me. It should be having fun. It should be taking myself out of work and going enjoying life. That's what we all try to do. But you, you're not going to get there. None of these things are going to happen unless you sit down and acknowledge what you need to do. So start doing it. Start doing it. Be a man with a purpose, not without. Thanks for listening, everybody, you sexy, sexy bastards. Uh, thank you, Nelster, for uh, prompting me. Uh, very, very valid points, mate, and uh, and I'm here. I'm here. You can listen in, boy. Uh, and I hope you're well. I hope all my friends are well. Everyone that's listening, I hope you're well. Everybody, let's, let's do this. We're doing this together as a team. Thank you for listening to me. Take care, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. whoop. whoop.